The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see! Well, I must. You gotta get the longer version of the video too. So they're not looking at me trying to get everything posted for the first minute. I, I think everyone enjoys that talk. You do? Alright, well, fair enough. I'm, I'm here for my audience, that's why I'm here. Well, yeah. Alrighty, let's get this shindig on the road, shall we? Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Tom Duggan here at the uh, Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, it's top two guys smoke shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. And uh, every month we have our Methuen Mayor's Report with Methuen Mayor Neil Perry. Now, up, this is his third show with us, Ed, but this is his first show as mayor. So we can actually ask some real questions today. And he's only been mayor for like a couple of days. Right. That's right. We're going to pretend Three days. Three days. We, we're, 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 seniority now. We're going to pretend that he's been mayor for the last year and everything is his fault. That's awesome. Okay. And we're yeah. just going to throw as much stuff as we can. <laughs> we want to thank our sponsors. You know, um, I, I guess there's something again in the uh, the Daily Rag again today about in Sound Off. They, they have this Sound Off thing. Oh, uh, I used Ed. to read that when I lived and it's in just, North it's, a, it's people hiding behind anonymity, throwing bombs. Mm-hmm. And usually they have absolutely no clue what they're talking about. Well, it's a lot of sad lonely people. Yeah, too. it is. So they, they called in once again and they're like, why is why is the police sponsoring Neil Perry when that's a conflict of interest? Yeah, actually, no. If you guys had a brain cell and you actually listened when I pro- podcast the program, the uh, Methuen Police Superior Officers Program, uh, Police Superior Officers Union, sponsors this show. They sponsor this show every week. And part of this show is Neil Perry is, does his Methuen Mayor's Report. He doesn't get paid to do this. He comes in to do this because he wants to have transparency <laughs> and answer questions, right? And I'm sorry, he doesn't get he doesn't get paid. Nobody gets paid. I thought actually, the city got a stipend. No, 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 no there's no. no stipend. There's no anything. So the police superior officers union, and I get a lot of crap too from people saying, "Oh, well, you only promote their narrative because they give you money." Newsflash. I've been pro-cop since 2004 when I started this newspaper that, by the way, is not funded by Sharon Pollard. And, um, and, and, it's be, and I think, yeah, I know, it's hard to believe. Um, I, I actually may have her at the head table with the bash this year, though, uh, uh, Neil, because if I'm going to get accused of it, I might as well at least get something out of the deal, maybe yeah. get her to buy some tickets for once. Um, <laughs> she's never been. I don't think she's ever been to the bash. So uh, maybe this year we can get a couple of dollars out of it. And then if they want to say I'm funded by Sharon Pollard, at least it's going to be partly true. I can't think of two people on more different ends of the political spectrum Listen, than you and Sharon Anybody who has followed me for like the last 10 years, or even going back to my CCM days back in 2000, 2001, Sharon Pollard and I have been on the opposite end of every single election and every single campaign and every single issue. She's a Hillary Clinton supporter. I support Donald Trump. I mean, like, right down the line, right? I was with Manzi. She was with whoever ran against Manzi. So, whatever. The Police Superior Officers Union is a sponsor of the program, and it's mostly because uh, when they call me and they say, here's the, real, here's the real numbers, I publish them. And when they call the Eagle Tribune and say, here's the real numbers, they don't publish them. And so, I think it's, it's more them appreciating the fact that I've been a supporter of theirs for years and years, 
more than them paying me to give their narrative, which, you know, there's always... Watch me have my first disagreement. All right, okay, fine. So I'm not going to sit here and bash the Tribune. Uh, I'm a friend to all media outlets. Okay. So Why? uh, Well, because uh, the reason why is... They did nothing uh, but kick the shit out of you through the entire campaign. Yeah, but, you know, the campaign's over. All right. So uh, you're, you're a better man than I am. I'm, I'm a big believer in, in what I said here last time. So we're past Team Canaan. We're past Team Perry. We're under Team Bethune. I'm now, glad right? you are, but I, my yeah. fear is that because you are and they're not, yeah. Yeah. it's going to cause you a lot of problems. Well, if that's the case, so, I, you know, I love that you said that. But uh, what, what we're going to do here, Tom, is we're, we're going to present – we're going to be as transparent as possible. So uh, I'm sure at some points we're going to talk about my staff selections during the course oh, of the we're show. Oh, we're going to to all of it. That's fine. Why does Gina kick puppies on Sundays? <laughs> we're going to get to all of it. So um, I'm going to do, we're going to do, it's not I'm, we're going to do the things that, you know, move the city forward. It's mm-hmm. time to move the city forward. And we can only do that if people say, now, now and I say this looking at, at you know, the that doesn't mean that everybody's going to agree with everything I do. Well, I've already no. disagreed with one of your, po- one of your, one of your positions Correct. already. And, and you, you, Gave me your feedback, and not that it did any good, but I no, did give him my feedback. That's correct. But you know, every decision I make, I'm going to try to make with the best interest of the city of Methuen at heart. And so, one of the things I'm going to keep trying to do here is is move towards a more positive message for the city. Right? There's, there's, I'm going to tell you, there's lots of opportunity for us, but uh, we've got to get most of us moving in the same general direction versus what we've had for the last several years, which is. Uh, you know, point and counterpoint, right? right? And so, uh, I, I'm hopeful. It's January. Yeah, it's early. I know. I'm in office. It's very naive. This is what I like about him. He's not day, a politician. This is day four. I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman. Right. But you know, there's people looking saying, "Well, of course you're a politician." Uh, I, I guess you become one. But the bottom line is, I'm going to make the decisions. And and every time we have something, um, you know that that concerns the citizens of Bethune. We're going to go here. We're going to go to the Tribune. We're going to go to MCTV. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Somebody wrote, you know, why is he doing this sound off again? Why? And, you know, people are saying, well, don't respond to it. But I'm going to say it for people to look at on the tape because my mother who's in the hospital, hi, mom, when you watch this. Hi, mom. Love you. She's a big fan of the show. She's a big fan of the show. Um, You know. What was the sound off piece? The sound off piece was um, that uh, I should be doing MCTV and, instead of and, my show. Yeah, and and but you're so, doing both. I'm doing mo- so. We're going to have, and maybe I don't explain enough when I talk. Sometimes you know, we're going to have an integrated communication strategy that that goes. I've committed to do this, and I keep my word. You're going you're yep. to find that right. I said I'd it's be nice here. That, it's month. nice that somebody keeps their word. We've got right. a few city councils that have already broken that. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. with I know you're not, call. but I'm still saying it. I'm going to work with all of the city councilors, and uh, and uh, you know, if, if Councilor McCarty's watching, uh, congratulations to you and Councilor uh, Beauregard for getting chair and vice chair. Yep. I look forward to working with them. We already set up a weekly. Uh, and every other week meeting with uh, Councillor McCarty, the chair, mm-hmm. so that there's a clearer line I'd of I'd pay money to be in that meeting. I'd pay money to be in that meeting. Well, if it can go to the city of Methuen or not to me, maybe we'll invite you. All right. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's finish off with our sponsors, Ed. Uh, AFC Urgent Care. We love Lisa Williams. She does a lot for the kids in the community. She's terrific. Yeah. She's, she, she and her husband, they do a lot. Climate Design Systems. If you've got a heating problem, you want to call Climate Design Systems, especially with winter here. 
McLennan and Company, Century 21. She loves you, by the way. She's terrific. She loves yeah. you. She's she's a big fan of yours. Uh, Jason Marcoux from Marcoux Towing, who Great brings guy. us coffee and uh, and hot cocoa at the TMF family dinner for the homeless every week. Uh, it's funny. The, the, I don't never see the naysayers there, though. No. You know, the people who say, I, I only talk about negative things and I don't do positive things, and they never show up for those kinds of things. Well, and I, hopefully, I, I know you recognize that, you know, I recognize Mike Gorman in my inauguration yeah. speech. I am tremendously impressed by Mike and the organization, and we need to do more. I agree. I agree. And, of course, Ron Marsan, Marsan Construction. We appreciate uh, Ronnie, and we're hoping that he's going to run against Steve Saber in another couple of years. But <laughs> I'm still working. Actually, the, the way to get to him is through his wife. You got to convince the wife to, that, that he should be running, and then and then he'll run, because she's she's really the 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 boss in that family. I heard. I'm going to stay away from that. All right, too. very good. So those are our sponsors. We appreciate them. We'll mention them again uh, throughout the show. And by the way, you want to stick around because at the last ten minutes of the show, Steve uh, Steve Saber's brother John, who's been kicking the crap out of me all over Facebook and making all kinds of wild accusations. Uh, I threw a challenge out to him to come on my show and do it face to face, and he's here. So at least I give him—he's got a lot of balls, and I and and I, I admire the fact that he's willing to do it face to face. Yeah. And at the end of this, but, he's, knows, a, but he's a Methuen resident, so I'm yeah, here for oh, him. Right? right? Yeah, so, I'm not a Methuen yeah. resident. They didn't complain when I endorsed Steve Saber for City Council <laughs> two years ago. They didn't say no, 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 don't don't endorse Steve Saber. You live in North Andover. They never said any of that. But we'll get to that at the end of the show. And uh, if, if there's it, any way I can help promote harmony between you brothers, <laughs> I'm here to do. We'll that. see. I'm gonna. I'm going to offer him, and here's a little preview when he comes up. I'm going to offer him the same deal I offered Jim McCarty. Jim McCarty's constantly texting me saying how I'm only giving one side of the story. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you write a column for the Valley Patriot? Whatever you send, I won't change a word. We'll move commas and correct spelling, but we're not going to change a word. And then you can give the other what you think the other side of the story is, and then we'll be, we'll, we'll be balanced in your eyes, right? Well, of course, he took a walk. He didn't want to do that. So now he has, he has no more moral high ground to complain. But we're going to offer the same thing to, to John Saber. He wants to write a column, and he wants to kick the crap out of me every week. I'll put it on page two, and I won't change a word. Dialogue. I believe in free speech. It, to me, it's not about pushing a narrative. That's why I started my paper, because I believe in free speech. But I will stop you and say that you know, after my inauguration speech, I thought maybe I had spun some wisdom there, because yeah, no. <laughs> I saw you and Councilor McCarty together like one brotherhood of man. He followed me around all night so that he could... Um, so that he could force himself into every conversation that I had. <laughs> and then he ran back to people and said I was bullying people, which is hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, I'm actually going to have Jim McCarty on the show at some point in the next few weeks. Excellent. He can't come here. He can't. No. He can't come here. But uh, we're going to try and work it out so that we can do it somewhere on site, somewhere off, uh, off site from here. Uh, and we'll have him on the show, and I think I think that would be a great show. She, he can sit here and tell me how I sucked for the whole. I hour. think it would be awesome to have both Councilor McCarty and myself on at the same time. Oh, that would be great. Listen, if he's willing to do it, I'd, I'd be happy to yeah. do it. Because I, I'm not about pushing a narrative. I, I, you know, contrary to what my critics say, I just believe in free speech. And you might not agree with my opinion, but it's because it's my opinion. Um, so you got inaugurated on uh, Monday night. And Monday bef- night. Before we move forward, what yeah. was that like? You first time ever running for anything. You're the yeah. mayor of Methuen. Yeah. And you're yeah. standing there with all the pomp and circumstance <laughs> and the police honor yeah. guard and all this stuff. What was that like? Yeah, you know, um, it was awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, and the people were so positive. Um, everywhere, the, you know, the, the counselors, the school committee members, the, you know, the Vogue Tech members, the Nevins Library trustees, it was, it was an unbelievable experience and everybody was um, positive, Tom, mm-hmm. right? And I know, you know, that's just the inauguration and, you, and, and you've got to 
back up your words with action. So mm -hmm. I'm extremely mindful of that. But, you know, in the inauguration speech, I kind of talked about, um, you know, I come from an environment where uh, I'm used to being held accountable to a certain set of goals. Right. And I can tell you, we've started the process of synthesizing, you know, some of the things. I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. Um, actions into accountable goals that we can give to the residents and we can give to uh, others so that there's uh, measurable progress that people can see. So that some of the things, you know, so that when I say we're going to develop an integrated communication strategy, detailing exactly what that means. Yeah, because that's a lot of big words and a lot of people it don't is, understand it what is, that means. It is, but uh, Jana's right I'm here. I'm not very she bright. She can tell so. you that, you know, I've already given it probably too many actions to kind of specific things. So one one tentacle of that would be this program. Love it. Right? This is part of that. Uh, MCTV is part of it. The Tribune is part of it. Um We've got thoughts around Methuen life. He's not a bad guy. He's 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 in. Steve Whipple's a great guy. Yeah, he's not a bad so guy. So he's. We've part had our of issues it. over the years, but he's still a pretty yeah. good guy. But but uh, you know, also part of the website is the, the city of Methuen website is is not an easy place to navigate. So right. we're going to look at facilitating that and how we provide more information. Just before we came here, we met with the superintendent of schools. It was a great conversation. It went two hours. It could have gone. 10 hours in my mind, right? right. It, it was lots of good content. How do we share information, um, not just about, you know, we've got a city council meeting coming up, but what are the detailed facts of the agendas items? How do you see the resolutions and the ordinances and understand exactly what they are right. well in advance? And how do you work with city council and others? And how do you broadcast this out so that, you know, the community has a better understanding and appreciation for what's going on? So those, to me, are all elements, and there's more, to this integrated communication strategy. Sometimes I need to uh, take it out of, uh, you know, what I'm used to in the executive side and kind of move it down into what we're trying to do here, right? So you get inaugurated, the pomp and circumstances mm -hmm. over. Mm -hmm. The next day, was it that day or the next day you walk into your office? I actually went in the day of the inauguration. Okay. So so I, I appreciate you giving me the time because I want to – so the, the other thing that people have posted a lot on Facebook, and I do read it, I won't interject – uh, because I said during the um, inauguration, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run the city on Facebook. Right. Right. We're not gonna run the city, but I do pay attention to the comments. And sometimes, you know, when people have a good comment, I, I write it down and I say, hey, I gotta focus on that. Um, but one that was made that I do want to address, Tom, is uh, people talking about the power play that the new mayor pulled to uh, get the inauguration on Monday, January sixth. Yeah, how, no, how dare you not let Steve Saber micromanage your inauguration? No, how dare you? Steve, I, I don't know if you do that because John's in the audience. I am actually, yes. So Steve <laughs> wasn't the one who said that. Steve actually was very good working with me. Um, but I would say this to you. Um, the charter specifies when the mayor takes office. Right. That's in the charter. It says the first uh, business Monday in January. So January 6th was not picked by me. Right. It's designated by the charter. Now, in full candor, could I have done it during the day? Absolutely. Uh, people I made work, the, though. I, I made, wouldn't be able to go. That's exactly. So, see, so you think. So I've I've never been to inauguration before. Because you work. Because I work. Right. So I wanted to maximize the opportunity for the citizens of Methuen to come out and see the event. And the event was great. For me, the best part of it was when my uh, two little cousins did the Pledge of Allegiance. That was I loved great. that. Yeah, that was cute. Um, you know, it was awesome. Uh, and it was an uplifting experience. And it showed the city... Um, everybody kind of focused on on one message, you know, for a period of time, and that's really kind of what we've got to 
focus on. Not that we won't disagree on certain things, but that you know you can't lose sight of the overall message, which is what are the right things to move the city forward. Right. And I couldn't figure out why the old outgoing city council thought they should have any say at all as to when the inauguration should be anyway. I mean, or when the next meeting for the city council should be. The new city council coming in is perfectly capable of scheduling their own meetings. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the fifth mostly, but I would say mm-hmm. you know I, I read the minutes. Uh, the minutes say that I received an email from the outgoing city council, and that it was taken off the agenda because I didn't respond to it. I just want to clarify for people. So they were using the wrong email address. So I never got any email, and the city council clerk can. Uh, attest to that. So I, the one thing uh, I won't do, and I say this candidly, is I was brought up by a uh, a Marine who was a, a police officer eventually. Um, and no, that doesn't make me preferential to that contract, but uh, he instilled in me a sense of right and wrong. So I won't lie. When I screw up, I'm going to stand here and, or sit on here on this show and say, you know, I thought I was doing this and I screwed up. Right. Right. But I'm not going to lie. So I didn't get any email from the city council uh, because they sent it to the wrong email address. And, mm-hmm. and so it, it's as simple as that, right? Communication. And we had sent a letter. Um, and, you know, they felt the need for me to go and respond. And it's over and done as far as I'm concerned, right? Mm-hmm. Much ado about nothing. We, we had a great inauguration from. From my perspective, I enjoyed it tremendously. Um, I, you know what I enjoyed about yeah. it? It wasn't too long. Yeah. I go to some of the Lawrence inaugurations, and sometimes they go like two hours long. Yeah. And everybody has to make a speech, and yeah. the city council president has to make a speech, and the school committee president has to make a speech. And I, you just, you, you, it, I walked into yours thinking, yeah. you know, I got things to do. I was this on This guy's Irish. He's going to talk forever. Yeah, he's going yeah. to be. He's going to talk forever. <laughs> And then I got the speech in advance, and yeah. I said, well, no, actually, this is kind of a short speech. This is good, yeah. but I don't know who else is going to speak. But it, at the end of the night, I said, no, this was good. It yeah. was the right length. You didn't yeah. talk too long. I thought it was, a, I thought it was a, a pretty good speech as speeches go, and I really liked that you – Pretty good? Uh, I, pretty good? Just yeah, pretty it was pretty good. Well, I mean, you know, as speeches go. I mean, I write uh, Marxist speeches – this is good. I write speeches for a living, so I, I you know, <sighs> I have a much higher bar than most people. You know what I loved about it, um, Tom, to be honest with you? Not what I said. Uh, there's groups out on Facebook that are already soliciting Trader Joe's and Wegmans from. Well, that's awesome. Said, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah, Keep that it is. Up. Saturate them. Yeah. Go out to their websites and saturate them. Let them know that Methuen is open for business. So right? let's talk about a little bit of uh, a little bit of the controversy that has started since you become mayor. I know it's it's hard to believe it's hard to believe that there are people who would you know just be against you just yeah. for the sake of being against you. Yep. Jane Adina Talley, my spirit animal, former member of the Methuen School Committee. You hired her to be your. Uh, Chief of Staff. I did. And there were people, including John, who's here today, who said publicly, she can't take that job. And, you know, making up excuses. It says in the charter, there's a cooling off period. I read the charter. I'm not an attorney. I don't think you need to be an attorney. I think it's pretty clear. It says she can't take a job under the jurisdiction of the school committee for a year. And Chief of Staff is not under the jurisdiction of the school committee. So I'm not sure what the controversy was, other than they just don't like Jana because she worked on your campaign. Yeah. Jana. Jana. It's Jana, and <laughs> and and she was um, very vocal during the campaign on Facebook, and I think she a was. lot of people on the other side didn't like that, yeah. and so they were just looking for excuses for you not to hire her. Yeah, well, so, so attack, say, she I'd does kick puppies. I heard she. So uh, you know, in the past, uh, and John, I hope you don't mind. John and I have, uh, in the long past, we exchanged pleasantries on Facebook. I don't think it ever got. Mean spirited, but we we had opposite points of view, yep. and that will happen. Yep. 
with adults. Now, having said that, you know, but the uh, facts don't comport with what was said. Well, so so listen, the root cause is uh, the charter is not. I, I, people are going to hate this. It's not really well written. Right, and we can debate that all night. But when you, um, I come from an environment where, um, you know, I was the compliance lead for global supply chain at Raytheon, and my responsibility there was uh, the federal acquisition regulations. And you know, this is not new to me because uh, the, the FAR, the Federal Acquisition Regulations, it's written. You read it, I read it, Mark reads it. We're going to get three different views of what that says. But under the jurisdiction of the school committee is pretty yeah. clear. It is There's to me. no ambiguity there. It is to me. And, and to be honest with you, I went, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, this is where you got to be careful because people said I, I, I went around and um, shopped for opinions. Uh, I had done all my due diligence before Thanksgiving. So I spoke to the state's foremost uh, charter law expert before Thanksgiving. I had opinion. Um, I spoke to uh, the State Ethics Commission and somebody who helped co-write the cooling off ordinance before Thanksgiving. So I wasn't shopping for an opinion, but you know, I'm trying to be respectful. If you looked at the uh, announcement when, when I hired Jana, and, and uh, I'm of the mindset that what we're going to do together, because a good leader hires people that complements his or her skill set. Well, I think it's the best hire that you've made. I mean, it's the only well, hire thank that you've you. made. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the other one that we will get to. So, um, the, the you know the bottom line is you look for people who complement your skill sets, and that's what you do. And I am confident in the so the proof is in the pudding, and I'm accountable whether it's for Jana or for Tom Lucier. And so at the end of two years, the the people of Methuen will hold me accountable. My view is much before that. Uh, even the people who didn't support me will will see, you know, what it is that we're being able to accomplish and how we're able to do it. And, and I'm, you know, beyond pumped is is the word. You know, we're only day four of the job, but I would tell you that uh, I'm excited and and looking forward to every day. And you know, I know Jane is loving the job. She, I asked her last night; she was thrilled. Yeah, I think uh, so. You know, sometimes. It's Jenna. Yeah, it's Jenna. I've I've thrown so much stuff her way. She's like, yikes! You know, uh, maybe she made a bad decision. She can handle. Listen, if she wanted to, she used to be a former DA, right? She used to work in the DA's office. She She's a former prosecutor. She could go to any big law firm in Boston and start yeah. off with four hundred thousand dollars a year. It's not like she needs the job. Yeah. The so, other person that you hired, however, I did. Um, we I think had a little bit of a disagreement with. And, we did. We did. And, I and still, that's okay. And I still have a disagreement. Yep. And I think it's because you're not a politician. Yeah. That you weren't thinking politically what the ramifications would be during the entire campaign. The only real criticism that anybody had of you that could have had any kind yeah. of teeth to it at all. Yeah. Was that you were going to be a puppet for Sharon Pollard, and Sharon Pollard was going to be running your administration. Yep. And you said, no, 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 that's not true. I'm my own guy. They're not going to have anything to do with the administration. Okay. They have their own lives. They have their own businesses. They're not going to be part of this. Yeah. And then the second person you hired was Sharon Pollard's husband. Yeah. And everybody, including me, went, hey, wait a minute. I mean, yeah. I, I ran around telling people what you were saying, because I believed you, yeah. that they were going to have no part in the administration. Yeah. And now they do. Yeah. And so that- Well, they don't. <laughs> they well, don't. Well, he, he does. <laughs> All right, so don't go down on me. Sorry. All right, have a drink. I'm, I'm good. 
So they don't, he does, and, and let me tell you how I got there, right? So, and you can agree to disagree, and I'm okay with that, because I'm going to go back to... And I know, like Tom. It's not that I think he'd do a bad job. I think politically it was a bad idea. So listen, uh, and, and I respect that. Um, but, you know, uh, when I sat back and looked at uh, what I need to do, I'm going to be candid here. I need to make progress in Methuen in year one. A two-year term is a very short term. So I've got to do measurable, accountable things in year one. And one of the big sides I need to do is uh, the commercial side, the business side. Um, so, you know, I know people have issues with uh, Sharon and Tom. Uh, By the way, do you know what those issues are? Because I still I can't figure it out. No, I don't. But okay. I, I'm not going to get into that because that's, <laughs> you know, in, in my world, People have a right to have, you know, what people think about you, what people think about me. So people right now uh, can post anything they want about me on Facebook, mm -hmm. right? In six months' time, I, I know that people are going to see that uh, I understand where we need to go with this city. And, and I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm just saying that from the standpoint of there's, there is, I, I keep saying this to Jana every half hour, there's lots of opportunity. Lots of opportunity. We began, we've begun this week by looking at processes in the city, right? Not people, right? So uh, on Tuesday morning after the inauguration, I had coffee and muffins for the city hall staff. And to dispel all the rumors that came up, I said, so if you wait for me to fire you all, you know, you can breathe now. Right. Right? I'm going to ask a million dumb questions for the first two months. Why do you do that? Why do you do this? What, and that process has begun, and many of the city hall employees could tell you, yeah, he's asking some dumb questions, mm -hmm. right? Um, but the the thought behind that is looking at the processes, not looking at the people. Right. Because the most typical answer you get when you talk to any um, employee or or you know, department chair, whatever you want to call them, right, is, well, we could do more if we just had more people. I don't think that way. I'm not wired to think that way because I come from an environment that said, here's a budget, and by the way, we're going to take a 20% challenge on it, so you're going to manage to that budget. Right. And so you figure your processes out that you can provide the maximum amount of services with what you're allowed. And so, you know, I see a lot of good employees around me at City Hall. I, I, I see some processes that are pretty um, – what's the Christian word for this? Archaic? Yeah. Yeah, for I don't know if our cakes, you know, and let me use one. There's a lot of paper at City Hall, a lot of paper. And maybe that's because, you know, we haven't, you know, put funding in the right sources, right? There's paper everywhere. You, you, and, you and your friends could not come and smoke at City Hall. It would be a fire hazard. Right. Right. And so Speaking I, I want to get back to the Tom Lucia thing because you asked the question. So when I sat back and uh, uh, looked at uh, how the – office was constructed, um, the previous mayor had um, four people in the office, including him. Right. He had um, a chief of staff who was also the chief operating officer. That was a title that they had put in that position. Then he had a staff executive, and then he had an administrative assistant. And so, you know, to me, the staff executive is something I'm used to at Raytheon. That's not really a role I, I need. Right, um, so um, in my mind, I began looking at some of the things that we put in the vision, and um, we by then we had started the transition questionnaires, and we've got these four awesome transition committees that are giving us stuff. 
uh, stuff that sounds terrible. Action items to kind of look at. And we're melding all of that into short and long-term goals. And when I looked at that, I said, well, it doesn't make sense, the structure that it is. So I took the chief of staff for the day-to-day stuff, and that's uh, where Jana is working. It's right? Jana. Yeah, it's Jana. Don't forget that. Uh, now, when you see your friend Friday night, don't forget to say it's Jana. Yeah, well, there better be yeah. a poker game Friday night, and none of the sons <laughs> of Italy bull crap. And then on the right-hand side, um, to me, there's project kinds of things. And those project kind of things, uh, one of them we talked about, you know, this morning was, you know, the city of Methuen has not made a lot of progress on this EPA directive that is impacting all these cities, right, on on storm drainage. And so that's not a simple, you know, day-to-day thing. That requires a, a plan and a specific course of action and measurable results. And um, to me, you know, Bringing Wegmans and Trader Joe's was not part of just part of an inauguration speech. And if you don't believe that, call Bill Buckley's office. He can tell you I'm all over them mm-hmm. already to get them in so that I can I can walk them through and passionately, you know, help them understand that Methuen is a perfect opportunity for them. All right. Um, and, and that's whether they're at the loop or someplace else. Mm-hmm. What right? is a Wegmans? Because I've never a heard Wegmans of a Wegmans. Wegmans is, is a grocery store par excellence. Okay. Now, so some people, you know, immediately say, well, you don't like market. I love Market Basket, right? Um, my understanding is Market Basket is not interested in the old stop and shop. Okay. Right? If they were, I'd be more than happy to sit down and talk to them. But at Wegmans, uh, the closest one to us is Burlington, Mass., I'll take you on a ride down there. Okay. And if you walk through the store, I, and I say this to anybody, we'll, we'll make a field trip. We should make a. We should rent a bus and take Methuen residents down to Wegmans in Burlington. I'm not a Methuen resident, you know. Well, we'll, we'll let that. certain people from North Andover or Salem, New Hampshire come okay, with us. Okay, very good. And if you see it, um, you know, I picked Wegmans and Trader Joe's not accidentally. Wegmans and Trader Joe's both have cult-like followings. And I mean that sincerely. You, you've got to understand that you put a Wegmans in Methuen, you're going to get people from southern New Hampshire going there. I'm not ready to give up on the loop. Okay. Right? Uh, as people during the campaign said, uh, uh, Tuscan Market, uh, the Riverwalk, the loop is dead. No way. Um, we're going to make Methuen a destination place for certain things. And if you look at today, today Miller's Tavern opens. And so go to Miller's Tavern, John, after and have, my understanding is, and I haven't been there before, but I've eaten at other places they own, fantastic food, right? And we need something like that there because the previous three occupants at that site have been chains, right? This is, this is something special, but go back to Wegmans and Trader Joe's. They cult like fallings. My kids are 20-somethings, late 20-somethings. Good kids, too. Thank you very much. I'm very proud of that. They will drive uh, 30 miles to go to Trader Joe's. Really? Yeah. So uh, I've got- What is Trader Joe's? Is it a restaurant? Oh, Trader Joe's is, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It, It's kind of a wholesale marketplace. So, So don't confuse the two. Wegmans and Trader Joe's are very different. But they're alike in the fact that they have cult followings for both of them. And people will go miles to go to either one of them. Okay. Uh, Trader Joe's, to me, is more of a discount uh, grocer slash store, right? Mm-hmm. And so my, my kids, as an example, will go down there. I, I didn't talk. I didn't 
So before I go too far, I didn't talk about Trader Joe's because, you know, my kids like it. I went once with them to Trader Joe's. Um, I saw how many people were there. I started talking to people. They're they're not coming from a mile away. They're coming from 20, 25 miles away to go to Trader Joe's. And, you know, they got things like uh, a two and a half pound Hershey bar, right, that they sell really cheap. And so I'm looking at that saying, this is amazing to me. Now, I have a son who lives in, uh, one of my sons, my oldest, lives in uh, Somerville. Okay. And he teaches in Revere. And we go in, I don't know, every two to three weeks, and we have uh, dinner with him. My kids like to do it at Assembly Row so they can scoot to Trader Joe's after. So one of those trips, I went into Trader Joe's with him just to see the, and it's an experience, Tom, right? So very, very different They should stores. hire you to be their spokesman. You're doing a they pretty should, good job they promoting them. Well, we should get them to advertise your show, but then I don't want people you, saying listen, I Listen, I'll, I'll be the first guy in their office to get them to advertise <laughs> on this show. Well, so it costs a lot of money to run this program. So anybody who's listening from Wegmans or Trader Joe's, I'm going to look at the camera and say this, or, or any other, you know, uh, what's it? King's Bowling, something like that. Methuen is open for business, and we're going to speak the language of business, and we're going to convince you to come do business in our city because we've got a great so city. Good. And part of how we're going to convince them is we're going to stop down-talking everything that goes on in the city. We're going to Criticize me personally. I'm okay with that. Don't criticize the city. So, you know, uh, there's plenty of room for improvement. And when we do the website, you know, I'm think, in my mind, I'm thinking about a spot where residents can say, hey, John Sabin can write, you know, this tree got knocked down. Uh, it needs to be removed, right? That's actually probably a bad example. But you know what I'm saying, John, right? There's a, uh, a snowstorm and something's blocked, right? Right. Um, versus, you know, going out to Facebook 11 minutes after the snow ends and my, my corner hasn't been shoveled. I, I think we have to... We have to, you know, we're looking at, I met with a resident, Diane Debs. I'm going to give her full credit. We're looking at a kindness day for Methuen. You know, that may sound to you like, you know, motherhood and apple pie. I thought that's what Methuen day was. Eunice is going to be very upset with you. Yeah. Well, no, this is a little bit different to me. Okay. You know, so a I love kindness it. day. Yeah. Kindness I won't be, I won't be there. <laughs> You'll be giving out hugs. Yeah, I won't, You'll be I'll selling be hugs for a, a dollar. Could you probably make some money on that? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, but it won't be about kindness. Yeah, but we'll fully support. You know, Methuen Day, since you bring it up, is and and to Eunice and Jess, I say outstanding, mm-hmm. outstanding. That's when you see the best of the community. Something like that, when yep. everybody pulls in the same direction. So I, I don't want to misinterpret. I want people misinterpreting saying he's saying don't criticize his decisions. I'm not saying that. Right. Right, the decisions can be criticized. Uh, I would rather you come down to City Hall, walk into the mayor's office. The door is open all the time. Walk in and say, "I think that was a really stupid decision you make." I'm a big boy; I can handle it. Right? I, I told I told you that, and yeah. you're still talking to me. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, because uh, and again, you know, I don't want Tom to think that I don't like. He's a good guy, and he's very he's capable. crying. He's crying. He's very capable. And I almost said something to him inauguration night, but there were too many people around, and I thought it was it was better for a private conversation. I wanted to talk to him. Yeah. I wanted him to know what was coming in the paper, and I didn't get a chance to give him a heads up on it. Um, but bring it back to Tom Lucia. Sure. So all this economic development that you're talking about, bringing people in, how yeah. does Tom fit into that? So, so he, so great question. So I don't want people to think he's built. Buckley on steroids, but uh, I use that EPA thing because that's something that would be public works. Uh, um, I use the Wegman and the Trader Joe's. Those are projects in my mind. 
Those are not day-to-day activities. Right. And they need to be planned out accordingly. And, you know, like him or not, uh, I've worked with Tom Lucier in the past, and he has exceptional organizational skills. And even people who don't like him will admit that. Right? I happen to like the guy, and I'm going to defend him. Uh, you know, if he does something wrong, that's on me. Right. That's not on him. Oh, believe me, you'll hear about it on I, Facebook. I, I get it, and I'm okay with that. Okay. I, 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 I thought these through before I named them. So, you know, but, but I'm going back to the, you know, in six months' time, I believe the city will start to see we have a vision to move this forward. Uh, the kindest compliment that was paid to me is Paul Fahey, the outgoing chief of staff. We sat with him for a period of about a month and a half, and he was terrific. He really was terrific um, helping us, and he's in Amesbury now, and if he's watching this, Paul, we wish you the best Amesbury of luck. hired him? Yeah, Amesbury, right? Yeah. And, wow. and we wish stop. We wish him the best of luck. Oh yeah, we wish I him the best. I would tell you he did well so you cannot poke holes in him because he took shots for the mayor. Yep. Right? The he mayor did. has to go I'm going to the council meetings because when I make a decision, it's me that should take the feedback, positive or negative, right? Uh, he did a very good job uh, preparing us in the transition. And, you know, I explained to him how I wanted to approach certain things. And the nicest thing I've seen on Facebook is, um, you know, January 6th, first thing in the morning, there's a post from Paul Fahey about me saying, I got the chance to work with the incoming mayor over the last month and a half, and I can truly appreciate his vision for this city. And I said, that you know, a guy who was really on the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. right, politically, but... Th- you know, that's a perfect example where we all have to be. This is not about I won, you lost, haha. Right. This is about what are the kind of things we're going to do to move the city forward. And I, I know I keep saying that, right? We do that together. That's not that's not all on one person, right? I need everybody who lives in this city, and I'm going to keep repeating this. You know, I'm not saying necessarily agree with everything I do. They they don't agree with Tom Lucy had. That's okay. Wait, watch, and measure the results. Right. That's the proof because words are cheap, actions speak. Volumes. I think the problem is that you said before the election that they wouldn't have anything to do with your administration. Yeah, and then now they do. Well, so and to be to be one hundred percent frank, the the claim before you got me right in the middle of sorry, sip of coffee. I apologize. That's all right. I'll make my questions longer. No, no that's okay. Um, the claim was that I would be Sharon Pollard's puppet, right? And so I, I'm not going to say anything. That would dissuade anybody from believing that. That's never going to happen because whoever is in that 29% or more that, that, agree, that believe that that's going to happen, they're going to believe that until they see the actions that show them otherwise. And so, you know, when I sat back and thought about who I was going to bring on, one of the reasons it took me so long to come out and talk about my staff was that very reason, right? right? I wanted as a, you know, you said something very important in the beginning. I'm a business executive. I'm used to people critiquing a decision I make, but not to the extreme that it happens in government, in, in, politics, Methuen. Right. in politics, it happens. I mean, everybody's got an opinion, and that's okay. So my message in my inauguration speech was um, at least, right, at least give me the courtesy of, of believing that I'm making decisions in, in good faith. I'm trying to do the right things. You may not like uh, either of the two persons I hired, but that's on me. 
Right. Right? And if we show progress, you know, are people going to come back out and say, oh, I was wrong? I doubt it. And so I'm not looking for that, but I'm looking, you know, at least give the administration a chance to get things done because I know we can do it. Right. So. We have a question from Ed Quinn. He says uh, I love Ed Quinn. he wants to know uh, if you plan on going to all of the city council meetings, even when they start to get contentious. Uh, the last mayor we know came to like the first five or six meetings, yeah. yelled at everybody at every single meeting, and then just stopped yeah. showing up. <laughs> so uh, Ed Quinn is a wonderful human being, and uh, I'm I'm proud to know him. He used to work for me at Raytheon. I'm I don't kidding. know if you know that. Yeah. So I probably shouldn't have said that, Ed. I'm sorry. Um, so Ed knows how focused I can be as a leader. Uh, and I said that for an example. He's not a planted question by me, just in case somebody's thinking that, right? Um, well, I saw you at the meeting at the, at the city council meeting the other yeah. night. And I think so, one of the councilors thanked you for being there, given that the last guy never showed up. Yeah, that and was Councilor McCarty. And I thought the same thing that Ed asked, that he's there now, yeah. right? Yeah. What about six months from now when McCarty and, and, and the other councilors yeah. start kicking the crap out of you yeah. and stuff? Well, and so so um, to me, kicking the crap out of you is, uh, uh, you know, when I deserve to have the crap kicked out of me, then there are, they should kick there are the time, crap out of me. There are times when you're going to need it. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I, so, be, so, And I'll be the first one. As I was with Tom Lucier. Yeah, I'll forget I'm 62 and I'll take you outside. All right, okay. I'll have my man what John. Are you, Joe help Biden, me. you're going to challenge me to an arm wrestle? I'll get you down and then my man John will come help yeah, me. All right, very good. Um, no, I, I, and I say this, so I, you know, if you listen to my speech, I am a big believer in the executive and legislative process. Mm -hmm. It's a belt and suspenders approach, and when it works, it works fabulously. I wouldn't be here had it been working. And I get that the citizenry are. Dubious. Um, you know, I saw one Facebook post that said, posted my inauguration speech and said, hopeful but skeptical. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you can't I, ask for I, any more than that. I, I get it. Yeah. And so, so I say, I'm not angry with that. No. Right? Th that would be if we elected Mother Teresa for mayor. You've yeah, there would still wait. be people complaining. You've got, to wait. You've got to wait until you see the results. Right. So the actions will be, you know, I keep going back. Actions speak volumes. Words are cheap, right? So I, I'm not a person who commits to doing something with an individual and then walks away. Mm -hmm. So I sent the counselors a note. I'll give you a perfect example. I, I appreciated the uh, – I did not meddle in the council election at all. I'm going to say that for the public. I did not meddle at all. I didn't speak to any counselor about being elected for chair or vice chair. There are many people who thought I should, but I did not. Yeah. I did. Be I did, but you didn't. That's fine, and that's fine. But you weren't so you weren't doing my bidding for me. No, right? So as no, has been I, speculated, no, I, I asked the candidates yeah. at the after they won. Yeah, who do you like for council president? Yeah, I took a poll in my head as to where everybody was. Yep. Some of them said to me, "Well, what do you think? Who do you like? Yeah. Uh, you know, who do you who do you think?" And I gave my opinion. Yep. And of course, I was accused of meddling, but yeah. um, you know, it's interesting that you didn't do that because yeah. I, like everyone else, assumed that you probably were. Yeah. So. No, I didn't. Um, uh, but a lot of people probably did, and they're welcome to it. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I'm naive politically. Yeah, you are. Okay. So, are. but but here's the thing. Give me six months, though. I think that'll go right out of you. <laughs> That's right. So, I, I what I've said to my team um, is uh, we're going to work with whoever gets elected. Mm -hmm. So I told you at the beginning that we've set up a biweekly meeting with Council McCarty. That is to improve the communication. Um, we had two things come up that I say candidly that were uh, issues that came on grants. Um, 
or events that happened before my administration took over, we specific, I specifically took the actions. I think the counselors who used to call in the department heads, I sent them what I considered to be a respectful note yesterday saying, just for the record, you know, I'm going to attend to all the sessions. And when I don't give you an answer for the city, I will take the action to follow up. I sent them, they asked two questions that I did not have the answers that they're ready for. Um, and part of that is us learning to communicate with each other what we're looking for. Sure. Um, I sent them an email explaining in detail each of those two actions. So I went back to uh, Maggie Dupre, the CAFO, who's a terrific employee. Uh, I went back. You're going to bring her on here at some point. I am. I am. She's we terrific. We want that. Well, as we start to go into budget season, I think that's a great, great time to have her on. Mm -hmm. And then what was the second thing was? Um, Wasn't there a, a sewer problem that was over one of Palm them, Street? No. Oh, the, 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 thank you. So you helped me. So we had an emergency issue. Uh, we're on Pelham Street last Saturday. So this is, you know, what people got to understand. So last Saturday, Mayor Jujuga was still the mayor. There was a, a main, a 12-inch water break on Pelham Street. And um, the complexity of the water break uh, and the proximity to the gas line forced the DPW to make uh, a fix that uh, I used the analogy at the council meeting. It's like when you have a blocked artery. They made a little loop around it. The problem with it is the loop around it would not provide significant water pressure. Therefore, in the event of a fire or something in that end of town, it would severely hamper water flow. Or if any resident knocked over a fire hydrant accidentally, the water flow in the west end of the city would have dropped right down. I have an obligation to go to council and explain that. I went and in my mind, I took a pretty detailed plan that showed here's what happened. Here's the pictures of it. Here's the quote from the contractor to fix it with line item for each thing. Here's the, the cost of the police detail, et cetera. And, and we presented that as an emergency measure to the council. And they agreed with me and they approved it. And we've got people doing the work. I think it's tomorrow morning. And that's important. So right uh, out of the gate, like your first week, you're dealing with emergencies. We are. But, but you know, I, I use that because it actually happened on Major Juga's watch but it's not like it goes away because you, you've, you've created the side flow, right? right? I have an obligation to come to them. And uh, I think the chair and the council handled it perfectly, to be honest with you. Councilor Saber asked me that was the second action. That's how I got here. Um, a question on the, the cost of the police detail. And I didn't have the figures at the readiness, so I did not want to answer it directly. I said, I'll get back to you. So I sent a note to them late yesterday afternoon that said, here's the answer on Issue A, here's the answer on issue B. This is how I would prefer to handle things, that if there's actions coming out of the council meeting that I haven't addressed for you fully, I will take them. I'm a copious note taker, Tom. You see, I don't take notes. I take notes. And so I, I, if you watched, I was writing during the council meeting, right? Yep. And I wasn't writing, I really like Tom Duggan. I really like Tom Duggan. Um, You'll get accused of that, though. <laughs> no, no, I won't. So I, I am hopeful. So I'll use the term of the people. I am hopeful that the relationship between the council and the mayor is going to be collaborative in nature. Right. That's, there is no we, they. That's what people got to understand. It isn't the council versus the mayor or the council versus the administration. Well, it shouldn't be, but we sometimes all, it turns out that way. Well, and I think you know, the root of most of that is typically in the communication. 
So the communication style has definitely got it. You, you mentioned, and I'm not going to, you know, kick Mayor Jujuga when he's out the door. Um, you know, you've got to be able to communicate complex issues pretty clearly. And so, you know, as Jenna would tell you, we've already spent some time with our staff uh, talking about how I perceive us communicating with the council. How we may, we have to stop, you know, clouding issues. Let's go in and talk about here's the issue. Yep. Here's what happened. Here's what we need to do. Here's the other options. And here's what we're asking you to do. And th that's the approach. You've got to make it crystal clear for the council what you expect them to do. And I think they appreciate that, to be honest with you. So, so the last time you were here a month ago, you weren't the mayor yet, but you were meeting with people. I yep. asked you if you had met with Chief Solomon yes. and if you had met with the Police Superior Officers yes. Union. Since then, yeah. uh, Jujuga has asked for a continuance on that. It's going to come up, I think, in February at some point. March. Or in March, yep. thank you. Um, have you now sat down with the Police Superior Officers Union and said, okay, let's talk turkey? Um, no, I sat down with the uh, – so I, I did I did sit down with Chief Solomon because you gave me a multiple part of that. Yep. Uh, like I've done – I've done most of the department heads. I have not yet done the city solicitor, and I have not done the library or the senior center, right? So those are the three I have left to do, um, and I plan on doing those. Um Come on, you've been in three days. You haven't done everything yet? Come on. <laughs> so, but I do, uh, I have talked to um, Attorney Klein. I have talked to uh, the solicitor. Um, and I've been brought up to speed with, um, on all of the actions related to the um, superior's contract. Um, we do have a meeting set up on the calendar um, to talk about that issue. Okay. Right. So I so I don't want to dodge the question. So we recognize that it's the number one issue in the city and that it's something we need to resolve before we move forward. Do you think you can get it resolved before that March date, before it goes to arbitration? Do you think you, you, you're going to be able to sit down with these guys and just make I, something work? Do I want to or can I? They're too difficult. I want to. I'm not sure I can. Okay. All right? I, I'm hopeful. All right? I'm hopeful. See, if I had my way... And I'm probably the only person who feels this way. I'd give them the $430,000. And then I'd, f I'd cut the school department in half. And I'd yeah. give the patrolman the other half of that. And I'd give them $430,000. Yeah. So, uh, for the record, I, I mean, agree. they're running into burning buildings. I they're have, running toward the, toward the yeah. bullets. And while well, the rest of us are running away. Yeah. So, and, and we're going to agree to disagree there. I, I am the, like you, I am the son of a police officer. I have great respect for the job. And it's a very difficult job. Uh, I don't think that the job warrants 430000 yeah. Right, that's my position. Um, that is, but I'm gonna. And we all know that, that say, that's a bogus number. That's a tribute. I, I get it. Well, but it's not too far off. I'll okay. be honest with you. So, let's say this though. One of the things that we need to do as a group is, you know, if you listen to my speech again, facts and data. So we've got to move away from they are all Satan to uh, this is a terrible contract. Um, We've got to fix the contract. And I, I said, I think I said this on the last podcast. My father was a, a, a Marine. He was a tough Marine. And then he was a police officer and became the deputy police chief of Methuen. And no, again, for the record, that doesn't make me sympathetic to the contract. Um, and then he had heart issues. And he retired from the force and became the CCD director for St. Monica's Parish. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, he used to, he was a converted Protestant, uh, he used to tell me all the time, 
uh, hate the sin, love the sinner. And so I say to the residents, hate the contract. Don't hate the... We have good police officers in the city. They're good guys. Right? And so we need to separate the two issues, and my administration needs to resolve that contract issue Mm -hmm. in collaboration with the city council. So I need to know that our council is with me on moving forward in any direction we choose so to So you go. said you, you yeah. difference between whether you can and whether you want to. You say you want to. Do you I think do. you can? I do think I can. Okay. Yeah, I do. And so uh, I'm hopeful we'll have uh, uh, progress to report on that for the next web, uh, podcast. Not necessarily that it's all resolved, but, you know, you mentioned the March date. Um, you know, I, and I'm not going to go too far into details other than say arbitration is a risk for both sides. Mm-hmm. And we still have a pending, you know, ethics issue, et cetera. So, you know, there's a lot still to come. And I would say as a private citizen, and, you know, I've been told, like, you know, I've got to keep some of this. There's every private citizen is in some part of the boat that I was in, knowing some of the details, but not all of the details. And, you know, I had to courtesy to sit with the two lawyers who took me from point A to point B. And I think you saw during my inauguration speech again, I recommended that we do the same thing for the councils, especially with five new councils, so that they understand all that's happened and transpired and what the approach of the city is, not just what the approach of the mayor, because this is where the we, they doesn't work. It's not me or my administration versus the council, right? It's not uh, Janet Di Natale versus the county. It, it's it's us as a city. What do we want to do here? Right. right? So that's that's how we're approaching it. I have one uh, quick question. Randy sure. Carter online asks: uh, Will the mayor have town hall type meetings with residents? I love the, so so that's another initiative. So yeah, the answer, Randy, is yes. I committed to do that, and we're going to do those, and we're going to do those regardless of whether we hear you know flowers thrown at us or bricks. One of the things that I want is I want to fill this place. Yeah, you know, like another couple of months. I, I want to fill this place and yeah. let people get up to the microphone. We actually have a mobile mic. I love and have them get up and ask you questions on the show um, in a town hall type of setting yeah. um, so that the people at home can get the benefit of the answers yeah. that you're giving to people yeah, and, when they're asking and, questions. And I, I think we talked last time. I really appreciate that, right? And so if we could do that, I, I want people It's to, a matter of getting people here, that's it, all. It is. But we could also have them call in. Um, you know, I prefer to have them in person, uh, face-to-face. You cannot communicate with each other on Facebook, Right, you're not going to hear intent or tone or anything else. Very true. And it's too easy to misinterpret what is intended. Um, and and I say this, I go back to my friend John here in the audience. We had a very. He's res- not your friend. Come on, is he your friend? He's a friend. Right. He's. I'm his mayor. Okay. Right. Um, we had, you know, two years ago or maybe more. We had a very respectful exchange on on the you know the MOU and the uh, contract. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and we agreed to disagree, and there were no, uh, you know, curses or swears or anything exchanged. It was a dialogue with differing viewpoints, and that's going to happen. People have people. I go back to the charter. Um, you know, in my view, the charter could be much clearer than it is, and, and not just on section four five. So I was talking to the town, the city clerk this morning. See, that's a mistake. We still think of ourselves in some ways as a town. Right. That's a problem. Um, 
you look at the section around the inauguration, and I say this for, you know, it could be much clearer on, so it should say that the, the city government is inaugurated on, I don't know, you pick uh, January 2nd right. every year. and that, But it doesn't say that. It says the mayor takes office on the first business Monday, right? That's what it literally says. So... For those of you thinking that, you know, well, he could have been inaugurated on the weekend, you can't. Because right. it tells you when you're supposed to. And by the way, uh, Mayor Chijuga, who agreed, he and I agreed on this, he, uh, he's the mayor until the until January 6th starts. Right. right? He's, he's the mayor, right? So that water main break on the Saturday, I picked it up when I took office. But he makes the initial call on how the city responds to it because January 4th, he's still the mayor. Being mayor doesn't stop on the weekends or nights. Right. Right? So. It's hard to believe that we've actually gone through an entire hour of this I'm show. Sorry. He's so good uh, at, uh, at filling well, things we in. We've got to get my man John We're, we're going to bring John up in a couple uh, seconds. Yeah, any, make, any, make it a fast second because okay. I'm running out of time. Every, every, uh, so we've got a few minutes left. Do you have any final words for this show? Yeah. Uh, stuff that's coming up. Yeah, so so um, by the time of the next show, um, my plan is to show uh, the citizens of Methuen first and then th this audience what we've synthesized for things that we want to do near-term goals, uh, things that we want to do that are intermediate-term goals, and things that we want to do longer-term. And when I say longer-term, I'm talking end of the year. I'm not talking two-plus years, Okay. right? This is all going to be a one-year plan, and then... We will give that to the citizens like a scorecard and say, follow me and grade me. Okay. Right? And that's the approach we're going to take. I'll be grading you. I, I, I'll be grading I hope you, you are. I, I try I to grade everybody. To I try to, uh, yep. you know, it's basically it's based on my opinion from watching things and interviewing people and talking to people. Yeah. Uh, but I do have an opinion, although some people I, don't like I do that. plan on having a St. Paddy's Day event. Really? Way. Oh, yeah. And if you end up with John Mallory, I'm going to be really pissed. Because we're trying to get John Mallory to do the bash, and he's afraid. I'm, I'm definitely going to end up with John Mallory. I'm going to convince <sighs> John Mallory to do yeah, it. That's just going to really yeah. piss me off. And I'm going to have John at my table, or maybe at your table. So. <laughs> yeah, well, by then we I'll might be friends. I broke yeah. Um, well, could you talk to John Mallory like, as his boss and convince him to do the bash? I can't it's really, make it, him do that. It's, it's not a bash without John Mallory. I mean, the, the three years he came and did his roast was just the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the best bashes we've ever had. Yeah. So... I think we have a meeting coming up with him. All right. I'll, I'll ask him. If you could, if you could yeah. try, I'd appreciate it. All right, final words. I have no problem with him making fun of me, if that's what the... Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. He's, he's just... I think I think some of his jokes, uh, some people get their panties in a snit uh, because they're they're a little harsh. Sometimes they're racial or ethnic or whatever. Oh. And, uh, and you know, how sensitive people are these days. Yeah. So, yeah. final words? Well, thanks. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing to me that the, the whole time went by. I am super pumped about this job. And I'm going to do the absolutely best job for the city of Methuen that I know how. And I'm going to convince everybody that, uh, that lives in the city that I'm your mayor and I'm here for you. Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you two hours if we can get sponsors to pay for it. Because i got to buy the time and I have to pay for Ed and i got to pay for yeah. a lot of stuff here. Let's um, do that. But if well, we can get more sponsors, with me. if I can get more sponsors on the show, we'll, we, will, we will expand the uh, Methuen Manual Perry Report for Happy sure. Happy to do it. 
Thank you, Mayor. I All appreciate right, you Thank coming you. on, and hopefully we'll talk. Surely uh, we're going to bring on. Uh, so let me do. I'll do a quick introduction while he's coming on and putting on his headset. And um, so for probably like I don't know the last month or two, uh, Steve Saber, City Council of Methuen. Uh, his brother, John Saber, has been kicking the crap out of me all over Facebook, making all kinds of accusations. I've been sharing Paul's pocket. Why don't I ask tough questions? Uh, I'm a bad guy. You know, something about my sister. I have no idea what that was about. Uh, and, I, and I threw the challenge out and said, you know, why don't you come on? If you think that I'm not giving the right story, why don't you come on and give the right story? And why don't you say publicly what it is that you're saying on Facebook? And if you have a question for me, I'd be happy to answer it. John, I actually give you a lot of credit for coming in. Thank you, John. Thanks for coming that. on. You uh, told me I had 10 minutes, but it looks like we're out of no, time. No, I'm going to give you 10 minutes. I'm, gonna, I'm paying for extra time. I'm going to give you oh, yeah. 10 and, minutes. But if we it's even 10 because I have an appointment. Okay, so. it's 10. Ed's oh. got an appointment, so it's 10 minutes. He's, he's a, oh, so we have 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I'm going to give you the 10 minutes. Okay. I pay extra to go over, so I'm going to pay the extra to go over. Excellent. All right. So what is it that, uh, that, that uh, makes me such a horrible person? Well, I never said you were a horrible person. I don't know. Uh, I, th I, th I know, think you said I, disgusting, actually. I, disgusting I, human being was the word you used. I showed up today because I was issued a uh, very cordial invitation from you on Facebook, which I couldn't see because you blocked me, but yes. um, some people sent it to me, so I showed up. And you're the one who asked me to come here. Yeah. So, you know, you're saying I've been attacking you, and yeah, you're right, I have been, um, but you're not mentioning that you've been attacking me. Well, I attack back. Once the attack comes, I'm not going to sit there and take oh. it. Right. Okay. So, so I mean, you, we you, just you, brought up, you brought up my sister, something about my sister, how I'm a disgusting human being, because something that my sister apparently told you, which had nothing no, to do with no. politics. You say, I, have, I should have no say in the Methuen. Um, I should have no say. I shouldn't have an opinion on the Methuen City Council president, because I'm not a resident. But when I endorsed your brother two years ago, you didn't seem to think that that was a horrible thing because I was the North End of a resident. So I thought maybe you could clear right, that up so, for me. So why don't we get back to the, the uh, last couple of days. Mm -hmm. The post that you took exception to and that you um, blocked me with. Yes. So after that that um, election mm -hmm. for the for the chair, uh, I didn't think it was right that you called out three new councilors um, for changing their vote. And how did you know they changed their vote? Because I talked to them. So you were lobbying I for actually, votes. I actually talked to them. I do. I did lobby for votes. I'm not going. Why would I deny that? So so my question to you has always been, and I'll say it. Because I say it on Facebook, right. you're not a resident, you're not a taxpayer. Right. Why are you so involved with that? That's that's something that I think should be left up to the taxpayers. Well, uh, because I was asked my opinion, and I gave my opinion. And I asked every single one of the new incoming councils who they liked for council president and vice president. Um, I was asked my opinion by almost all of them. And the ones who asked me my opinion, I shared my opinion. My opinion was, and I have no problem saying it publicly, that Jim McCarty has an agenda. Jessica has an agenda. Steve Saber has an agenda. Everybody else coming in is new. Eunice is the only one that doesn't have an agenda. And everyone likes her. So when I asked, uh, say, for example, like Mike Samad or uh, DJ Beauregard or Joel Ferretra, um, you know, would you, vote for, would you vote for Eunice? Do you like Eunice? They were like, yeah, I'd, I'd vote for Eunice. And there, was, there were some who gave their word that they were going to vote for Eunice, not just to me, but to Eunice. And then when they got up there, and they didn't vote for Eunice. And I would have done the same thing if they said, I'm going to vote for Steve Saber. And then they get up and they voted for somebody else. To me, your word is everything in this business. And when I give my word, if I give my word to you, I'm going to keep my word. And if, even if it's painful, I'm going to keep my word. Now, sometimes things happen and you can't keep your word. Your mother gets hit by a bus. Something bad happens. You go out of your way to make it right. 
And so I thought it was perfectly appropriate, given that there were three city councilors who gave their word that they were going to vote one way and then voted another, that I called them out. That's my job, actually, well, is to call people out. I, I felt it was inappropriate to uh, publicly try and humiliate three brand new counselors. I don't, and I don't it think it was humiliation. It's it a fact. Well, it kind of feels to some people that you're trying to sway that council. And, you know, the mayor got elected on uh, change. Yes. Okay. And that was part of the old politics of Methuen. Let's try and sway the council. Let's try and, you know, embarrass people in public. And, you know, he's not even mayor for a day, and it's it's already started. So I'm here to say, you know. Maybe you're uh, one of them. The you're, one, you're, has, one of, you're one of the people who kicking the crap out of him on Facebook last week about Tom Lucia. Well, so, okay. Let's, let's I mean, I mean, talk, I mean you say what's start over, but you're not, you're not walking the walk. But let's talk about Tom Lucia, okay? So, you know, again, he, he got voted in. For change. Right. People didn't pick Jen Canan, who I was supporting, right? Because they felt she was the old politics as usual. Right. So what is the first thing the mayor does, which I think is is not right, Mayor? And, and because I was listening to you for an hour and I agree with ninety-nine percent of the things you were saying. But he didn't start out with change. You started out with the same old stuff. And that even goes back to Jana. So that's the same old stuff. And you talk about... Well, Jane's been involved oh, for like four on. years. You talk about the charter. And right. I will agree, the charter is not perfectly written. But that specific part of the charter is crystal clear. You know, Tom, you're like a Washington Democrat reading the uh, the Constitution on this thing. It, it makes no sense it to It says me. under the like, jurisdiction of the school committee. How is that... What, what, under the jurisdiction well, of the school, how is the mayor's chief of staff under the jurisdiction of the school committee? That's not what it says, Tom. It does. I read it very clearly. It, it says no no member of the school committee shall, during the term for which he is elected, hold any other compensated city office or, and it goes on, but then it goes, nor, nor shall he be eligible for employment, appointment to any compensated city office or, see, there's a democratic part. You, you don't want to read the or, Okay. City employment under the jurisdiction of the school committee. This is crystal clear. You you can't do this or you can't do that. You can't work for the city side. You can't work for the school side. I hear under the jurisdiction of the school and, committee. And Tom, and to me, if, that seems pretty clear. If you clear. think I'm wrong, a solicitor ruled on it. But we're saying the same solicitor. Forget that, what the, the same solicitor, solicitor that your brother and Jim McCarty and others call into question every time he gives them a ruling that they don't like, suddenly they give, they, he gives a ruling they like, and it's supposed to be sacrosanct. I mean, Ricky D'Agostino is challenged constantly on his opinions, and your, your buddies on the council say, yeah, but that's only an opinion. Now he says something that comports with what they want, and suddenly it's, it's, it's etched in stone. Well, Tom, I'll just say, I don't have to be an attorney to be able to read. Me I read the word Me or. Me you know, and, and you know, here's the thing. You and I probably agree on more things than we think. Which is why I'm surprised you know, when listen, you come I'm on. Listen, I'm a Trump you, guy. I'm a Second Amendment guy. I'm all that stuff. I am too. I'm dying in here with all the smoke, but it's your freedom to smoke. I, I'm, I can't wait to take a shower. I don't know how you guys do this. But, so the we, smoke shop. We agree on more things than you think, wait, but there are certain things. And anyone wants to say that I hate Janet. That's not true. I, 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 we, we should follow our charter. We're so starting out on... Why, why would... Mayor, why would you even start out on the wrong foot like that? Well, he when explained it's that challenged. while he was up here. That's he all I'm that saying. While he was up here. So I guess now, my so I guess my question I didn't know the crowd is, could heckle. I would have heckled uh, long uh, ago. <laughs> um, I, so I guess my question is: if we agree on most things, 
right? And there are some things that we just, on issues, don't agree. Why the personal attacks? Why dragging in my sister? Why calling me a disgusting human being? Why saying that I'm being so, funded so, by Sharon Pollard? Why all of that instead of, you know what, Tom? Some, we agree on most stuff, but I just think you're wrong about this. Then we can have a dialogue. Then we can have a conversation that even right. people reading can actually learn something, so, whether I'm wrong or you're wrong. So let me speak to that, okay? We all say things on Facebook and other things that aren't very nice. And I'm not proud of any, a lot of the things I've said on Facebook. So I will apologize to you, and I already did this morning. And I, I appreciate that, that, that greatly. Uh, you know, this divide that's going on in the city is wrong. It, it needs to stop, okay? We need to work together. Thank you, Mayor. You know, and, and the mayor made up a good point. The police aren't bad people, and I'm right. tired of people saying that the police are bad. The contract's bad, but the people themselves are not bad. They're great guys. They, they, listen, they, they're the ones, and I disagree with you when you said cut the schools and give it all the... Listen. Yeah, that's my view. Our teachers, our fire, and our police is probably the most important people we have in our city. Why? They keep us safe, and they, they teach our children. So what's more important than that? Yeah. So th there's got to be a way to come together. But that contract, you want to use the word disgusting, was disgusting. Right. And where did it come from? Well, the person we that you supported for mayor, but the person you supported for mayor voted for that contract. She Listen, voted for it. I'm going to tell you this. I mean, she, I love Jen, but she still voted for the contract. You cannot blame elected councilors for, for missing that. Their job is not to be able to understand the contract. Their, their job is to be able to say, what is the financial input? Tell me what this says in layman's terms. And when it's told to them and they said it's zero, two, and two, it's zero, two, and two. That's what they're voting on. So you can blame Jen all you want, but that's not fair. I blame all of them. I think they should all read the contract. I served on a school committee for three years. I never once voted on a contract that I didn't read and understand. And there's a lot of legalese. So I would go to the different lawyers in the school department and say, hey, can you explain what this means? Can you explain what that means? And there were many, many nights when I sat on the Lawrence School Committee where I voted against contracts, teacher contracts, administrative contracts, because I still wasn't happy with the answers that I was getting. I think they, they are the ones that were supposed to be the stopgap between the citizens and what was going on. And they should have read the contract and understood it or vote no, vote present. Say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure what this really says, I'm, I mean, they, they relied on the people who should know to tell them. And, you know, and by they, the way, and they gave Tom Kelly a platinum parachute without answering any questions on his way out the door. Hopefully we'll get the truth soon from I ethics so. and from I the inspection so. general. Right. Because, you know, that contract, from what I understand, changed. Who changed it? I don't know. And, and I don't know that it was. Changed. We're not going to hold people accountable. Then we're no better than. Well, we're assuming it was changed. But I'm being told that it wasn't changed. So let's find when we find out, then we'll be able is to. Is that have my a, ten minutes? It is. You don't want to pay for another ten, do you? I wish I could. He's got somewhere to go. Oh. But if you want to come back, I'm happy to have you back on the show. I would love to come and back. I, and, Are you going to unblock me? And, you... uh, and uh, if you promise not to make personal attacks, I'll unblock you. You can disagree with me all Are you, you want. Are you going to make the same promise? I will make the same promise as well, as long as you're not personally attacking me. And I will offer you the same thing I offered Jim McCarty. If you want to write a column once in a while or every month. Saying well, how I'm wrong, how I'm one-sided, whatever you want to say, I'll print every word of it. We won't edit a word of it. Well, and then I, I'm the not that bright up, to, uh, my spelling's atrocious. So no, no, we'll, we'll, spe can... we'll fix the spelling, but Thank we're just you. not going to change the content of your thing. Um, and, and, that's, and that's open, by the way, to anybody who thinks that I'm a one-sided paper. I give one side of any story. You think I'm wrong? You think uh, th there's another side not being represented? You represent it. Write yourself a column. I'll publish it. Ed, thank you so much for coming in. We want to thank Climate Design Systems, AFC Urgent Care, Marku Towing, uh, Marsan Construction, and the Methuen Police Superior Officers Union. Ed, he says we got to go home, so go home already. 
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.